Hey, financially savvy travelers. Do you have a love for maps and keeping track of all the places you've been? Well, Awesome Maps offers a wide variety of stylish and informative maps that inspire you to discover new places and create new memories around the world. From travel journal maps that you can take with you on the road to design pieces for your home, each map is hand-illustrated by designers with a passion for illustrating and drawing. I just got my bucket list map and I can't wait to cross off the Great Wall of China later this year. Head over to awesome-maps.com and use the promo code THOUGHTCARD to get 10% off of your order today. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Thought Card Podcast. I'm actually recording live here from my rooftop terrace here in Curacao. I am on a five-day, four-night vacation, and today's my last day, and I figured it would be a great time to kind of recap my trip, to share with you all of the fun details, and of course, to spill the beans on costs. So I just want to say that I really enjoyed my trip to Curacao. It was a girlfriend getaway. Me and my best friend Sosa decided that we would take a spring break trip. Now, one of the things about spring break trips is that I really love spring break trips because it gives you a chance to kind of thaw out from the winter. But also, if you go before and after the crowds of spring break, it's a good time to get a good deal. So because this year I'm really focusing on spending less money on traveling, but still traveling, I use my points, my JetBlue points to get uh, and fund a trip to Curacao. And it wasn't expensive at all. Actually, my flight from New York City to Curacao would cost me $5.60, and I believe it was like 8,000 uh, JetBlue points. So that was amazing, okay? Definitely my return flight cost a little bit more, but you know, not that, not that much. Anyway, I really fell in love with Curacao. The people here are so friendly. And interesting fun fact is that the people here, they speak actually regularly, they speak four languages. So we're talking Dutch, English, Spanish, and Papamiento, which is a local dialect that they have here, which combines a lot of them together. So, I mean, it's just been really interesting. When you're walking down the street, not only you'll hear tourists who may be speaking German or Russian, but you'll also hear the locals speaking English, Spanish, you know, uh, papimento. So it's really interesting and it's such a diverse place to be. Now, if you're a foodie, I highly recommend coming to Curacao. The food here is really, really delicious. And a lot of it is all natural, which is awesome. Now, the one thing that I didn't like didn't really get to experience here is the local cuisine. Um, interesting fun fact, if you're staying in the capital, there the capital is pretty much split into two. So you have Punda, which is really the world UNESCO heritage site. It's a lot of old, old Dutch architecture. And that's really for shopping and restaurants and bars and things like that. And then we actually stayed in Otra Banda, which is the other side of the, of the city. And it's separated by this beautiful Emma Bridge. So every day when we're actually going to the other side of the city, we would cross this bridge and we would, you know, pretty much be taken and transported to a different part of the city. So you just get such a different vibe. So Punda was really shopping and beautiful Dutch inspired architecture. And Otrabanda is really where a lot of the locals stayed. And that's where we stayed. And we're actually staying at Curacao Suites. 
hotel. Now, one of the things I loved about my hotel here is that we got free breakfast. And free breakfast isn't something not like you really should, if you can, find a hotel that offers free breakfast because it really helps you save the budget. Now, with free breakfast, we're able to really stock up on breakfast and we skipped lunch every day. And we only really spent money on dinner. And honestly, dinner here was not that expensive. Now, let me tell you that there were plenty of expensive restaurants that we passed by. I mean, we took it took us a while every day to find a good restaurant that we liked because we were really looking at the prices. But if you're looking for a top of the fine dining, there are plenty of fine dining options here. But we also found more affordable spots. And we actually ended up going to the same place three times, which was super, super fun. But definitely if you're looking, if you're on a budget and you're looking for a good deal, you can definitely find some really good food spots here. And the food is amazing. And the service, the people, their servers, your wait staff are really, really friendly. The people who we went to, they just knew what we wanted <laughs> to order. So it was just so it was just really, really nice. So I could recommend like if you're gonna stay in Curacao for a couple of days, definitely stay at a hotel that offers you free breakfast because that will definitely shave money on your budget. Now, other things in terms of money, we spent about less than $80 a night on our hotel suite. And in our suite, we had two uh, full-size full size beds and we had a suite area. So we had a coffee maker and a tea maker. We had a microwave and we have a fridge and a beautiful terrace. And I just felt like it was just, we, we were living really nice and it wasn't super, super expensive. And honestly, it was very comparable to the Airbnb prices. So I'm really happy that we decided to stay at a hotel and our hotel even had free parking. So if you can get free parking and you can get free, uh, free car, that's like the best, like just as many free amenities as possible is awesome. Now it's interesting because like, because we went to so many different restaurants and bars, the things that I liked for example, the local beer that was served here, I was able to shop around and see different prices. So the one of the beers that I really loved here is called Amstel Light, and they serve it with a lime, a piece of lime, and that ran from anywhere from three fifty to six fifty. But because I shopped around and I saw the different prices, I knew that the closer I got to three fifty, the better of a deal that I got. But again, this is tourist prices, so maybe it's even cheaper if you're a local. Another thing to share is that a lot of people who come to Curacao, they definitely rent out cars. And I definitely see the appeal. The car rentals was about $25 a day when I was looking. But again, because Sosa and I didn't really have a plan, we kind of just were weighing it. We said, why don't we get to the city first and see if we actually need a car? And honestly, the furthest we went outside of the city center was to Mambo Beach. Mambo Beach is a beautiful white sand beach. Now this beach is actually man-made. So just just to give you a disclaimer there, but it's still absolutely stunning. And we could have took a taxi that would cost us about $25 US dollars, but we decided to take a, a bus. And there's different buses here, but we took like a nine person van and that's what considers a bus and they charge us $2 cash and we went there and it was great. Now, if you do want to go to Mamba Beach, it's really important to note that they do have an entrance fee. The entrance fee is $3.50. And if you decide to get beach chairs, which I highly recommend, that costs four bucks. So, and of course, if you want to have lunch or anything like that, that's something to add in there. But honestly, that was a very affordable beach day. We spent literally 
all day at the beach and we had an amazing time. The sand is soft. The water is clear. It is awesome. And Mambo Beach also has a ton of restaurants, a ton of shopping options there. They really made it into a beautiful plaza area in addition to having the beach there. So that's really, really cool. Now, one of the most, I think, expensive things that we actually spent money on was the taxi ride from the airport to the hotel. And we're going to do the same thing tomorrow when we leave. And that taxi ride cost us $35. And we were like, oh, wow, that's pretty expensive. Because when we actually traveled from the airport in Puerto Rico to the city center, that cost us 22 and we were up in arms. So this is excessively expensive. But at the end of the day, you know, it's something to plan for if you decide to come to Curacao. And one of the other things to mention is that we have a lot of, we have a lot of cruise ships that actually were here while we were here. So I think a lot of people come to Curacao via cruise line. And I think not as many people come via like flight and stay here. But I honestly, I feel like it's an awesome place to stay. So if you are considering come to Curacao, catch a flight come to Curacao, spent a couple days. We spent four nights, five days, and I feel like I got a really good vibe of this city. Now, because I don't have a car and I didn't get to explore further out, my views are definitely limited. But what I love about at, at least coming and tasting an area is that I could always come back and I know, okay, this is how it works. And and you can also have things to look forward to in the future. So I didn't get to go to the ostrich farm. I didn't get to go to some of the caves that they have here and other beaches outside of the main capital. So those are definitely things to look forward to. Now, um, other things in terms of money, tipping is customary, but it's really important to make sure that when you're looking at your receipt to see if service, if a service charge was included. Now, a lot of the restaurants that I went to in Punda did not have a service charge. So then I took the liberty of tipping my wait staff, but we actually went to a beautiful infinity beach bar and grill pool in the Renaissance hotel area. And that's in Otrabanda. And they actually included the service charge in there. So in that case, because it's already included, you don't have to, you don't have to, if you don't want to, but that's just something to just consider. So tipping is customary here in Curacao. If it's included in your bill, you'll just see a service charge. That's the tip. If it's not included, feel free to tip your wait staff. I know that they will totally, totally appreciate it. Now, again, like I said, the locals are extremely friendly and a common greeting that you'll hear is bon dia, which is mean hello. That is bon dia. That is hello. And I mean, the locals are super friendly and super nice. Another thing that I really loved about just being in Otra Banda is that there are a ton of street art here. And I mean, really colorful street art, which reflects the colorful buildings and homes that you'll see here in the country. I mean, we're talking about pastel blues and oranges and purples, and it's just beautiful, rich colors that you'll see in Curacao. So it's just awesome. If you're, if you are into, uh, bright and colorful places, you should definitely, definitely come here. And I honestly, I recommend Curacao if you're 
with your honey on your honeymoon, if you're with a group of friends, and if you're solo, I definitely recommend it. I would say if you're traveling solo, consider maybe renting a car so that you can kind of have more access to kind of see the countryside and you can, you know, spend more time seeing more than just the Punda and Otra Banda. But definitely, I think across the board, Curacao was just an amazing experience. And I would definitely come back solo with my honey or with my girlfriends or my family. Now, if you're looking for things to do around, I definitely recommend Mambo Beach, which we talked about earlier. That's a great place to eat shop and just have a beach day. And then if you're interested in going to a slave museum, we went to Kuahualanda. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's called Kuahualanda. And that was a slave museum. And it was founded by a Dutch entrepreneur. And he donated a lot of his, uh, a lot of his relics that he, that he acquired. And it's just really an eye-opening experience to just see just to see where the slaves, where they came from, and also the, their treatment, how they were transported, and just the history of it. So, I mean, that was just eye-opening. And it just makes me not take anything for granted, to be honest. And, of course, like, the more you know, the more... The, I just think this is, it's really good to just empire yourself with knowledge. And the Kura Hualanda museum it costs 10 us dollars so it's definitely worth worth it i spent we spent about i would say an hour and a half to two hours just going through all the exhibits there's a beautiful beautiful sculpture garden there as well and there are a lot of photo opportunities and i think you'll find it to be a very eye-opening experience so overall i had a wonderful time here in curacao i loved it it was an awesome vacation spot awesome place to just eat, be merry. I actually also ran in the mornings and I will run tomorrow. My last day, I will definitely get some, get a good run in. Now I'm, I ran about like three to four miles a day and there were two different routes that I took. So I just highly recommend it. Even if you're a fitness head and you're just looking for to run by the beach or just things like that. So I had a wonderful time. And honestly, I hope that you will consider visiting Curacao sometime soon. I have really nothing but great things to say about it. I will be running the numbers and crunching the numbers to see exactly how much it cost me. But off the top of the of the dome, I honestly felt like it was affordable. On average, I spent about $25 on dinner. And with coupling that with free breakfast at the hotel and just really, you know, Punda and Otrabanda are walkable. They're very walkable. You can walk everywhere. Now, if you want to go outside, you have to take, in, take that into account to get a, a taxi or a van or a bus and like that. But overall, I had a really great time and I highly, 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 highly recommend it. Until next time, guys. See you soon. Bye.